We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What restaurant chain do you miss? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, why are we asking this question? We're talking about this, thank you, today, because word came this week that a bunch of dine-in pizza huts uh, were closing around the country, like 500 or something. Now, we can talk about that um, and really what that means and and why it's sad for those of us. I wish we... I don't even think we have one in our area. I wish we did. Yeah, I don't... Because... I don't know that we do. Our good friend, social media, Hannah, she's been really sad about this news, and um, I oh, would, she's been like grieving for oh, yeah. weeks. Yeah. So when we learned this week that 500 more were closing, it was just really sad news. And it's kind of the end of an era, right? It used to be such a fun experience to go to a dine in pizza hut. But dine in pizza hut is just like one example of many, many chain restaurants that have closed or are in the process of closing over the last decade. Now, the reason I know that is because I read this article in Of All Places, I Know People. That's how I found out about it. But it's based on a report from The Atlantic, which talks about restaurant spending and how we spend money in restaurants. Mm -hmm. And it might surprise some people to learn that the main reason a lot of these restaurants are, are closing is not because people's tastes have changed in so much as the food is concerned, mm-hmm. as how people are dining out. What I mean by that is there's something called off, I think it's off-site spending, uh-huh. um, where people are getting food from a restaurant, but they're just not eating it there. Sure. Right? Yeah, that makes perfect so, sense. whether it's a grab-and-go place like Chipotle, or whether it's getting your pizza delivered from DoorDash, or tacos delivered from anything. DoorDash, Anything. I mean, or at anything. this point, you can get any restaurant you love brought to your house or and i did i say off-site off-premise is what it's called mm-hmm. off-premise spending will account for as much as 80 percent of the industry's growth in the next five years um that's according to the story in the atlantic that i read in people because that's how i read things you read a report um, of the report, <laughs> a report that's of the what report. we do and um a large portion of restaurants are taking over the off-premise uh gain whether it's mcdonald's starbucks chipotle um and a bunch of other places which is leaving places like you know, Chili's Fridays. Um, I can't even tell you, honestly, the last time I've been to one of those restaurants. And we used to go, even though we kind of joke about like, you know, going there, like we'd go there probably at least once a month oh, or something. Sure. Right? My favorite, my particular favorite, and feel free to join the conversation. 651-641-1071. What chain restaurant that's in decline do you miss? 
And for me, it was Chili's. Oh, yes. Because of the like Chili's, Applebee's, Friday's yep. triumvirate, mm-hmm. I always felt like Chili's had the better food mm-hmm. and had the better quality food. It had like the better chicken sandwich that I like. And it had the awesome blossom, which I believe they took yeah. off their menu, which is a travesty. Southwestern egg rolls. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. Um, 651-641-1071. What chain restaurant do you miss? Let's go to the phones. Is it Dinah? Dinah's on the line. Hi, Dinah. Hi. What chain restaurant do you miss? It's a while back with Shakey's Pizza. Oh, oh I loved Shakey's growing up. Totally. <laughs> you could watch them make the pizza. It was the best. And didn't they have like the bestest buffet ever? Yeah. Because remember, they had fried chicken, um, pizza, and I think JoJo potatoes. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. And uh, thank you, Dinah, by the way. Um, I The thing I miss about the Shakey's Pizza that was on 494, mm-hmm. they had like a legit arcade in the back, and they had pole position, which was like my favorite video game because I felt like I was actually driving a car. Yeah. And I was terrible at it. But we would love to go to Shakey's because the parents would just sit at the table and eat their pizza. And, you, and we would be there forever with our quarters just plugging the machines. So one of my favorite things ever is to get like a fountain Coke or Diet Coke or whatever it is now that you drink in one of those big red glasses. Remember yes. restaurants like that would have those big red glasses. By the way, do you know where you can get those now? Where? Red Rabbit, ha- they serve pop in those big red glasses. So we got one, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. I was there and I was like, oh my God, I never realized you guys have these. So it just was that little bit of nostalgia. Yes. Shakey's is one of those places. By the way, Skip Red on Twitter said the same thing. Shakey's Pizza, all you can eat buffet. For your birthday, you would get, and I don't remember this, you'd get a personal pizza with a marshmallow that had a candle in it. I remember that. Oh my gosh. I love that she, I totally had forgotten about that. Let's uh, go back to the phones. Anna's on the line. Hi, Anna. Anna, what chain restaurant do you miss? Yeah, do you remember A&W, Root Beer, and, um, yeah, they had a restaurant chain. Yes, yes, oh, they yeah, did. Sure. And there was there one, was and I, I believe one still remains in Aitken, Minnesota. Really? Yes. Oh, I gotta go up there. Oh, well, okay, don't go until you investigate further, because as soon as I said that, I wondered if it has closed. <laughs> but Google yes. Right. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. A&W Restaurants. Um, Panda on, on uh, Twitter brought up one that I remember, certainly, and I'm sure you do, too. Ground Round. Um, like, that's going way back. That's going way, way back. You had I, I had issues with the Ground Round. <laughs> because... What was your story with Ground Round? Well, it was the peanuts. You like well, the peanuts. Well, I loved the peanuts on the floor. Was that the treasure chest? No. The Ground Round was the one where they went through an episode of time where they would have kids pay what they weigh, and they had a big scale. And like... Like you would stand on the scale, yeah, and that's and what that's you would that's what you would pay. Oh my God, that is horrible. And the scale was like one of those ones that you see... Like in the carny area yeah, of the fair. Yeah, they're going to guess your weight. Yeah, that's like huge. And I just would have nightmares of it just like announcing to the restaurant like you know it just and it, it wasn't that big of a deal because like I was a normal size kid yeah. but it just was that like no the extra layer of shame yeah but oh, like nobody, so oh. whatever normal means, nobody felt like they were. Nobody did, right? right. Normal. So like just the odd uh, that just and when you're that age, you don't want to draw 
any, any attention, attention to yourself. Not at all. And this was specifically when I was like in the like nine-ish, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, the tween Where you start age. to realize that like some people are developing a little faster. Some people are a little taller. But in your mind, you don't know that. And so like, the oh, it was, I would have night. Please, let's not go to ground round. Please, let's not go to ground round. Isn't that awful? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <sighs> okay, is it Tareen? Hello, Tareen. What restaurant chain do you miss? Really? Oh, thank you for saying it appropriately. Oh my God, I was like, sometimes I thought screwed. maybe you weren't on the air yet. And you oh, were just... Let me say it again. No, don't do it. Tareen, thank no, you. No, no. <laughs> and here's the good news. Fuddruckers is still around. Yes, it uh, is. Off of 494 in France. And that one, I've been there. You know, it for some reason, it's... Not it doesn't feel the same as it did when I was a kid. It's not the same. It's just not the same, and it's not that the food has changed. It's just that it's just not the same. Mostly, it's not the same because the world is different. Meaning, the idea that you would go to a place and be very excited about getting whatever you want on a hamburger—that is not new nor a novelty anymore. Right. So, like the fact that you could go and build your own hamburger, I'm like, I don't want to build my own hamburger. I want you to make me a dumb hamburger, yeah. Yeah. right? Like that—that that is something new, uh, or that is not something new that I think would attract many people. Right. So it doesn't have the same. Like again, we were living in a world where. Like, like there was a hamburger, maybe a cheeseburger. You were probably not getting bacon on it. You weren't getting Munster cheese. Mm-mm. I mean, it was like, and they didn't have like six different versions of burgers on yeah. menus. It was like cheeseburger. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Uh, to that end. And I'll just, I'll rattle these off really quickly before we talk about more food in our next segment. But Bradley, I know you and I both miss Chi cheese. Oh God. I mean, yeah, we could talk about Chi cheese all day. We, and then the other one that I miss that Fuddruckers just made me think of mm-hmm. was, um, and I don't know that it was a huge chain, but it was a smaller chain here in the Twin Cities called Arnold's, where they that. had a burger bar and it was like a 50s style diner kind of. And you'd go and you could get like phosphates and you could get like um, milkshakes and then you'd, you'd get a burger. You'd just like order a bear burger and then you'd go up to, it was a salad bar, but it was for your burger. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of Burger Chef. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but okay. Burger Chef is just like a place again where they had a big salad bar and you could, you know, get a burger. And I really just, I was obsessed with chickpeas as a child because my grandma would take me to Burger Chef and so I would make a salad and I just, I thought chickpeas were so exotic. They were called garbanzo beans. Yes. Yeah. Not chickpeas, but yeah, I was so like, ooh, I'm fancy. I'm getting garbanzo beans on my salad. That's what I'm going to be getting you a lot of for your birthday <laughs> this year. Beans. Here's Lucky. a fancy birthday. Yay! Uh, all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I did say we'd continue to talk about food because that's what we do on Fridays. We cheat. It's a little cheat day action after this on My Talk 1071. Fridays are the best on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, we really like to take one for the team, meaning um, all of it's you. It's hard for you guys. Sorry. It's difficult. Um, but what we're trying to do here with uh, this segment on the Colleen and Bradley show, where we eat something that's off our normally relatively healthy diets, is we're trying to tell you what's good in the world so you don't have to do it yourself. And uh, that's why... After all, we do cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste. Put this in your mouth. We're about to. Yeah. I'm very excited, and I know you are too, Colleen. The Impu-Asapolaffer. <laughs> I like to have fun with words. Sometimes it doesn't work very well. I'll start again. I want to have the Impossible Whopper. I bet you do. 
I well, bet you I don't do. want to have it because I've already got it. And if you'd like to taste it, join us in the studio because we've got an Impossible Whopper from Burger King. Oh, okay, what is the Impossible Whopper before we Well, I don't know what it. you just call it. but Stop. I just like to describe it by telling you it's a succulent patty of meat. Only it's not meat. That's why the word impossible is involved. And in fact, the Impossible Whopper has been getting lots of... Um, Good press lately. And in fact, um, the big news was that they were going to be launching their Impossible Whopper to Burger Kings throughout the United States. And that happened yesterday. So for us, this is our first chance to taste the Impossible Whopper. And the Impossible Whopper, the impossible piece of it is that it is a meatless patty that is allegedly behaves and tastes like meat. So in theory, when I take a bite of this Whopper... I should think I'm eating an actual meated Whopper. Now, I will tell you that for the Colleen and Bradley uh, show listeners who maybe don't remember this, we actually tried a version of the Impossible product, uh, and it was White Castle's Impossible Slider, which we actually liked. Yeah. We thought it was... Were you here for that? You were here for that. Yeah. And we liked it. I, I seem to recall, though, that I felt like I could taste like the... Not meat meatiness of it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm interested to try this one. So uh, may I stick this in my mouth? Yeah, go for okay. it. Um, I will tell you, I smelled the Impossible Whopper. And it's, I mean, it smells like a, what What are you laughing at? I, um, it smells like a Whopper. Mm-hmm. Smells like a Whopper, tastes like a sneaker. It looks like a Whopper. Yeah. And what does it taste like? I mean... I'm gonna eat it mostly talk. tastes like a Whopper. I don't. I mean, I taste the flame broil more than anything. Can we get a like? Oh my re- god! Do you love it? It's not that I love it, but that. I mean, it fools you. Like, if you gave me this and said this is a Whopper, I would have no idea. I would go, "That's a Whopper." I think because I'm aware that it's not a Whopper, that it's an impossible Whopper. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Let's Holly. Yeah, mm. it, it's good. You get it. Like we said with the Impossible Burger from White Castle, you get a whiff of Boca Burger-esque flavor. Yeah, there's like a little bit of it. Yeah. But that's fine. And I like that this is an option at a lot of fast food restaurants. I will tell you, I bet if you gave this burger to people, they like most people, and said, you gave them a Whopper and this, and said, pick which one's not me. Yeah. They would have a very hard time. Mm -hmm. I bet you're right. We should have probably done that. Because here's the thing. Look. Is it the best burger you're going to put in your mouth? No. But fast food burgers in general are what they are. Yeah. Which is a fast food burger. And for a fast food burger, this is totally plausible. Yeah, as far it's a as great. I mean, it's good. It's passable. I did want to ask this. I mean, is this really, I mean, for, for just a person who's health conscious, is the impossible part of the burger like, does it lower the calorie or fat content? I don't know. Or is this specifically to give people who are vegetarians another option? I don't have the side-by-side numbers, but what I will tell you is that... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. 
and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sorry. It's okay. He's eating the Impossible Whopper. Um, there are it's impossible to talk. health benefits, surely, for people who are trying to avoid animal meat, whatever yep. reason, yep. whether that's just for health or, yep. you know, ethics. Yep. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that it, it still has a lot of calories yeah. and a yeah. lot of grams of fat. Yeah. I mean, it has all of that just as the regular Whopper But it's Whopper plant-based does. fats. Exactly. Yep. Which can be better for you. Yep. I mean, if, if you're eating this solely for health... You're probably not going to a fast food restaurant in the first place. Right, exactly. So, but I was just curious about that. But what's nice about it is it does give vegetarians an option at a fast food restaurant beyond a salad or I don't or french fries or I don't even know. So this is a great option. I will tell you too and I'm going to see if I can find um the difference in calories between the two. Because, you know, that would be a consideration for some people. I will tell you, I have that in front of me. So, uh, the Impossible Whopper, the one that has the no meat option, has 30 more calories, or no, 30 less calories, excuse me, than a meat-based Whopper. So, okay. the meat-based Whopper has 660 calories in it versus the Impossible Whopper, which has 630 calories in it. And right. the 40 grams of fat in the original Whopper, 34 in the Impossible, and a little bit less protein. But again, it's right. not animal fat. Right. So, for some people, that's a consideration. Yep. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I Okay, so let's, let's uh, give it the oh. rating. How many Cobras for this? Uh, I'm going to give it three. I would give it a solid three, too. Holly? A nice three. A three. Three is all around uh, for the Impossible Whopper. Well, that was fun. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly, and we call them a name. That name is D-Bag. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly Roberts. Uh, now, we love to tell you about celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. Bieber. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag of D today? Uh, Farrah Abraham. Oh. Yeah. So here's the headline. I'll start with the headline and then we'll kind of backfill a little bit. Yep. The headline is court papers say, quote, transient Farrah Abraham is avoiding being served court documents for the $101,000 she owes in unpaid rent. Woo. That's a lot of back pay. Yeah, that's not nothing. For the backdoor teen mom. Exactly. Seems like she slipped out the back door because uh, nobody can find her to serve her this pa- these papers. Um, apparently, and by the way, we, we can help fill in the blanks for this. That $101,000 of unpaid rent is for stores of hers that she had in Austin, Texas. Oh, interesting. And of course, those stores were her failed businesses. Do you remember what they were? Uh, Coba, the Bebop and Poba, Froyo. Mm-hmm. Fro- it's Froco, Fresh, Fresh Frozen. Yep, uh, Froco. So she had Froyo Place, and then she had 
um, furnishings by uh, Beyonce. What was Farah? Furnished by Farah. Yeah. yeah. Furnished which, by Farah, which was like a. I mean, I don't even know what you would call it. It was a furniture store. Sort of like the <laughs> clearance section at TJ Maxx. Kind home of. Decor. It was. It was like yeah. a mishmash of home decor. And then she had a child's store. Sophia Laurent. That's right. Sophia Laurent. Uh huh. Like she was fancy. Her daughter's middle name. Yeah. Um, $101,000 she owes in back rent for those locations that have all, by the way, been shuttered. Every last one of them within. And I actually will say I was surprised at how long they lasted to begin with. And what I think is interesting is they've been trying to serve her these papers for like over a year. Hmm. But nobody can find her long enough to serve her with the legal papers. So now they're working on her family members to see if they can hold them liable and serve one of them in lieu of Farah because they've now listen to this they've tried to follow her on social media to see where she is so checking her Instagram account but she's on the move so constantly and she goes between countries so often Uh, at one point they did hear that she was at a particular barbecue restaurant (laughs) and they tried to make it there but she was gone by the time they arrived to serve her these papers. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but you do realize if you pay any attention to Farrah Abraham, she's never anywhere for long. So at the end of this article, it talks about a server trying to um, process server, trying to reach her through her Austin residence on March 5th, but the address does not exist. Blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a picture of, mm-hmm. A porta potty mm-hmm. in front of her house. Why does her house have a porta potty? Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. The reason why she had a porta potty put outside of her Austin residence is because when she was doing the taping for Teen Mom, she didn't want the production company to use the bathroom inside the house. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's why she had a porta potty put what outside her a house. Diva. Isn't that crazy? Like, how? That's. This mm-hmm. dumb. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. That's just also. not a diva. That's D-baggy. It's, well, yeah. well, yeah. Welcome to the segment. Well, because diva, <laughs> I was like, you can't be a diva. You could be a diva bag. Diva bag maybe is appropriate because like, who wants, a diva doesn't want a porta potty on her front lawn. Right? right? So. But what's so interesting about that is in Farrah Abraham's world, that was a way to announce to the world that she is not yeah. letting people you guys use her bathroom. Don't know how to put the seat down. You're going to pee in this thing. And that was part of her big standoff with the production company. Oh, God. Really? Was this? I believe so. I might be making this up, you guys, but that's my recollection of so why there's a bath, like a porta potty outside. Yeah. It's a great story, <laughs> but that is why she had it put out there. It wasn't like she was having work done on the home. Sometimes you'll get a porta potty they're like rehabbing all your bathrooms um and this allegedly was a house that she purchased so she's not living there anymore apparently hopefully she stays abroad i again feel bad for that daughter yeah you think that child is gonna have so much in the way of therapy now the good news is she's probably gonna have some resources to get the therapy that she needs but well one hopes one would hope i i'm not confident (laughs) I really am not because at the point where you're not paying $101,000 of back rent, I feel like there's... I'm surprised she hasn't just filed for bankruptcy. I don't know what the heck she's doing. I mean, so many questions. Maybe she's trying to milk as much 
opportunities uh, out of the system as she can before she does so. I mean, she wouldn't be the first celebrity to do that. I just think she doesn't even... She's so disconnected from reality and thinks she's so much bigger than she is that she probably doesn't think she actually needs to pay this. Oh, I sure. don't know. Whatever. Farrah, pay your bills. Okay, girl? Take care of your daughter. Bye. Bye. Okay, um, here's a name we haven't said in a while. Kid Rock. Why are we saying it right my now? Because Kate. he's my D-bag. <laughs> Have you seen the story? Uh, tell it to me and then I'll let you know. Uh, the Kid Rock story about Taylor Swift? No. Yeah, okay. So he tweeted, um, Kid Rock did, and I can't even read the words. Oh my god! Taylor Swift wants to be a Democrat because she wants to be in movies, period. And it looks like she will bleep the doorknob off Hollyweird to get there. Oldest move in the book. Good luck, girl. Kid Rock. Wow. Um, Kid Rock, did somebody hurt you? Are you need I mean, some attention? I feel like life has hurt Kid Rock. Um, why did he think this was the opportunity to come at Taylor Swift? Of all, first of all, of all people. Second of all, in that manner, like in 2019, you want to tell a woman, or you want to say that a woman has beliefs because she just wants to get ahead. He, the thing about Kid Rock is, um, I think he's made whatever career he's had off saying shocking things and trying to zig when everybody else is zagging. I agree with you. Especially like now, post Me Too, that you are going to come at a woman and say that to get ahead, she's willing to bleep the doorknobs off Hollyweird to get there. Now, do you remember some of the rumors? Because he was married to Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And there was a story recently where she talked about their marriage and kind of who he was. And there was something about how he got jealous. Oh, now I'm going to get this all screwed up. Do you remember, Holly? He was jealous of something. I don't know. But the point is, again, he doesn't care about what people think. He just says whatever comes to him. And as far as I'm concerned, we can just like, I'm not, I'm going to say it. We can just cancel Kid Rock. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he was really, I mean, again, when was the last time we mentioned Kid Rock in I a know. sentence? It's just weird that when people choose to use their voices in a moment to grab attention, that they would choose to not say something. Like, you can disagree with people's ideas left, right, and center, but to go after a woman. In 2019, I just don't think that's yeah. what we're doing. Also, can we um, can we celebrate Chrissy Teigen? Oh, her response. Her response is just perfect and short and beautiful. Well, she just said you're pathetic, and Chrissy then she Teigen. signed it Chrissy yeah. Teigen because that's the best part of the Kid Rock tweet is that he signs it Kid Rock. It's ridiculous. Bye. Bye. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley has three talents uh, and they're all accents. He does three well, accents. I got accent you have, talents. You have far have, more talents yeah. than your accents. But in the accent universe, you are very talented at three accents. <laughs> Those three accents are leprechaun, pirate, and Russian. In fact, we just saw this happen in real life in the wild the other day when Bradley was trying to do an accent and it came out as a pirate.
It was Russian. I'm sorry. It came out as Russian. Yeah. Uh, and so what we do is we put Bradley through his paces. We are going to give you some pop culture stories that we think the world needs to know. And then we're going to give you an accent. And you're going to have to perform that story in that accent. It's something we do every week. It is cleverly called Leprechaun Pirate or Russian. And watch out for the wild card. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Bradley Trainer is very good at three accents. Just three. Leprechaun, pirate, and Russian. And oftentimes when he's thrown for a loop with another accent, he will slip into the leprechaun, the pirate, or the Russian. And we've decided to make a game of it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And that game is cleverly called Leprechaun, Pirate, or Russian. It's time to play Leprechaun, Pirate, or Russian. Here's Holly Roberts. Okay, we have three celebrity stories, and we want to talk about them. And the way we're going to talk about them is Bradley is going to tell the stories either in the voice of a leprechaun, a pirate, or a Russian, or a very special mystery voice. Wild card! Oh, the wild card is out there. My least there. favorite, because I don't like not knowing. Mm-hmm. That's what Surprises makes it are hard. fun. Yeah, That's surprise. why we like it. That's why we like it. So we have a random accent generator, so I'm going to play that, and Bradley, you shout stop, okay, and right. then an accent will be selected okay. for you. Here we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> big bucks, big bucks, no whammies, no whammies. Stop! Leprechaun. Oh! Leprechaun. Leprechaun. All right. Uh, get to that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because uh, we are about to hear a story in the voice of Bradley the Leprechaun. Ah, hello there, everyone. Hmm. Woman says Wayne Newton's pet monkey bit her daughter. It's true. Entertainer Wayne Newton is being sued by a Las Vegas woman who claims the veteran crooner's pet monkey bit and injured her daughter during an invited visit to Newton's showpiece mansion nearly two years ago. Now, um, Leprechaun. Hi! Hi. That sounds like that would hurt quite a bit. Have you ever been bitten by a monkey? Actually, funny question. I have five monkeys in my house. Where? In my house. Yeah, I live in a toadstool. <laughs> do leprechauns live in a toadstool? I do. Ever since I got kicked out of me home. Are there little blue people that I live with you know. called Smurfs? Is that what they're called? Yeah. They're not very nice. <laughs> kind of crabby. 
That was good. Good job, Leprechaun. Yeah, that was nice. That was fantastic. About Wayne Newton's pet monkey. I thought we're not doing those anymore. We Uh, aren't. We aren't. But apparently, Wayne Newton was. And can you believe he can't control his monkey? I mean, just letting that monkey out all over the place. Yes. All right. Oh, well, that was good. How do you feel about Thank you. that? No, I think I did uh, pretty well. Pretty okay. Well. okay. Pretty well, good. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, right. Let's like. Let's see what else you got up yeah, your let's sleeves. Let's see what else you got. Okay. Um. Let's do this now. Let's stop. <laughs> so loud. Oh, oh not here now. It is. Here it is. Come on. That is the. Better be something easy. That is the wild card. Okay. The wild card accent, Bradley, is. Yep. The Godfather. Meaning, oh, you, I don't know how to do the Godfather. No, Is that you like got to do it. You got to go all in. Yeah. Meaning, we want Ooh. you to do the accent Ooh. of Marlon Brando. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. Don Corleone Ooh. in the Godfather. <laughs> so get into character there, Brad. Oof, oof. Oh, he is okay. okay. All, all right. right, I think he's ready. Here we go. Eva Longoria. <laughs> no. Nope, that was already <laughs> that Russian. Was Russian. <laughs> that was already <laughs> Russian. Eva, Eva, Eva like he didn't even get through the first word. Hey, come okay, on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's We're try again. We're trying to be positive here yes, and encouraging. I think right. you can do this. Okay. Positive. Yes. Let's do this. And encouraging. Yes. Channeling, Thank you. Channeling Marlon Brando as Don Corleone. Victoria, the better, and Eva Longoria. <laughs> Make no secret of your joint love of tequila. I can't do this. I can't do this, Russian. Put some uh, tissue in your mouth. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah, that'll help. Get 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 jowly. Mm -hmm. Get jowly. Okay, get jowly. And just remember, like, okay, not all the way in. Um, Remember, like, what are we doing? We're doing like, is it? It's New York, right? Uh, yeah. Chicago. No, New York. New York. This is New York. Victoria. Okay. 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 Victoria. Here we go. Okay. Less mob wives, more mob. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Victoria and Ava Longoria sitting in a tree. No, make no secret of their joint love of tequila. <laughs> Keep going. Fine wine. <laughs> And a very boozy night on the town. And if the former Spice Girls star 45 was keen to honor the actress during her 2016 wedding as Ava, 44. Victoria, she was the most drunk alongside singer Ricky Martin during the festivities. This is better. It gets better as you go. It sounded a little hernia. It was a little like Godfather with a hernia. I will say that one of my bonus bonus accents is just known as Hernia Man. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, that, you know, Hernia Man shows up every once in a while layered. Like, I can see Marlon Brando, like, he's doing, he's talking like this at the very front of his mouth, but I can't do the thing with the thing. (laughs) It gets I a, don't know who does the, do the thing. You, yeah, that's where you slip into yeah. Russia. Russia. Because it's such an easy accent to do. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you will be blessed with an opportunity oh, to do that accent. Me. We don't know because one more shot. One more shot. we do have one more shot. Let's go. Stop! <laughs> I 
thought you fell asleep. Oh, come on! You are a horrible, horrible person. That's two! You are a terrible, maniacal individual. This is like the first time you've had to do two wild cards. I just want to do Russian. Come on, what's wrong with you? Don't worry, it'll probably happen. Not a Russian. We're going back. You've done this one before, Bradley. We're going to have you do it again. Okay. This would be the queen. Oh, pip pip. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Bradley Trainer is the queen. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Hello. Giselle Bunsen praises a mother's ability to nourish their children as she shows throwback snap of her. What is a throwback snap? That's an old picture, I believe. Oh, anyway, throwback snap of her breastfeeding daughter. I probably shouldn't say breastfeeding. Daughter Vivian. <clears throat> Giselle Bunsen has posted a candid snap of her breastfeeding daughter Vivian alongside a heartwarming caption. Uploading the sweet throwback snap. In honor of Breastfeeding Awareness Month, the supermodel, 39, praised a mother's ability to connect with and nourish their child. Now, Queen, question yes. for you. Yes. Because you're a mother. Hmm. Did you breastfeed your children? Oh, absolutely not. How, how did you go about feeding them? I hired someone to do this. Oh, like a wet nurse? Yes. What was her name? Her name... <coughs> Her name was Big Boobs Barbie. Yes! Yes! That was good. Yes. I like your queen. We might Although, have to. Have you noticed the queen? The queen is. She sits. Okay, I would like to give people my yeah. version of what I'm looking at when the queen shows up. Um, <laughs> the queen starts to move one side of her face toward her shoulder and smush her shoulder on the cheek and there's a little bit of like a side mouth situation happening well because it looks like you're having some sort of medical event you know it's because you do you ever notice when you listen to the queen it's very um oh what is the word so thoughtful yeah and so rigid and so when you put your mouth over her <laughs> you can't really move it <laughs> So you can't get very, you can't gesticulate wildly because right. the queen does not. She doesn't. Gesticulate. She keeps it all contained. Mm-mm. When was the last time I, I'm trying to think of the last time I heard her speak? Usually, I just see pictures of her sitting there, Hello. doing and that actually, nice little clap. She's probably very much more like this. Yes, like very quiet. Like you, I always feel like you have to lean in. Like I mean, I've yeah. been I've been with her many times. Yeah, whenever I hang out with but, the queen. But I always get the impression that you kind of have to lean in to hear her. Like she, the world comes to her. She does not have to project in the way that the rest of us do. To get attention. Yeah. Which is all we're ever trying to do. Exactly. Look at me. Well, good job, Bradley. Once again, I am impressed at your ability. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, No, that was really good. And actually, your Marlon Brando Godfather. It's hard. It's not easy. I'm I'm not the one that is expert in accents. We got time. No, we really don't. I think at all. Nope. Um, Maybe a different day. Maybe a different day you can try to put me through the paces. I don't know why I just said that out loud because now I know it's going to have to happen. All right. (laughs) 
on the other side of this break, you've heard perhaps today the story of Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell sitting at a table at the Met Gala with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And how Dax Shepard, yes, even Dax Shepard, who many of us would be very excited to meet, embarrassed himself in front of Jay-Z because he was so starstruck and excited to meet him. Totally relatable. It is sort of relatable, right? So that's why we've asked the question today. Have you embarrassed yourself in front of a celebrity? And what did you do? Because you know we all turn into bumbling idiots whenever a celebrity's around. I'm pretty sure I've got a couple stories and we'd like to hear yours. Have you ever embarrassed yourself in front of a celebrity and what did you do? 651-641-1071. We'll hear your stories after this on My Talk 1071.